bathroom or wish you're listening to the teaching and learning podcast the podcast where teachers are the learners and come together to discuss how to make the most of their students learning experiences Hello, everyone. My name is Jeff Stewart, and I'm a learner and social studies teacher at Conant High School. Welcome to the Teaching and Learning Podcast. The title of today's show is Second Career Teachers. And for this episode, we will speak with three teachers that came to Conant High School after beginning their professional lives outside of the field of education. These three teachers are Mr. Tim Hart of the Social Studies Department, Ms. Shana Adelman of the Applied Technology Department, and then we'll head over to the science department to hear from Mr. Eric Hauser. After which, stick around and I'll discuss my reflection on those conversations. Our first discussion will be with Mr. Tim Hart from the social studies department. Mr. Hart is in his eighth year teaching at Conant High School and he started coaching at Conant High School soccer uh, back in the year 2002. All right, Tim Hart, welcome to the Teaching and Learning Podcast. Thank you, my friend. Good to be here. What did you do in your first career? So in my first career, I was, um, I was in the world of information technology and computer science. Um, when I graduated from college in 2002, I had, um, I had a degree uh, in history, and then I had a degree in social, uh, uh, computer science. So uh, during my last couple of years in college, I determined I wanted to follow the um, computer science path. So when I got out of school, I got a job working in the, uh, in the healthcare industry, but on the technology side of that. Um, so I worked in, in computer networking, uh, programming, and um, database management, things like that, um, you know, until around 2007. So that was my, that was my first career. And what made you want to go into that line of work? Um, the, the honest truth is money. Um, in college, I, you know, I was, I was pursuing um, being a social studies teacher and, uh, but most of my friends, most of whom I played soccer with in college, um, were on the uh, computer science side or the, the information technology side of everything. And um, a, a few of my friends who were older graduated in, in 2000, and they immediately got jobs at uh, consulting firms, big companies in the city, they were getting, you know, $10,000 signing bonuses. They were making, you know, 50, 60 grand a year, which 20 years ago was a lot of money. Um, and so I kind of saw that and I was like, well, I like computers and I like logic and programming and stuff like that. And so I, I took a couple classes to see how it was and, and I really liked it. And so I figured, well, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a shot and see what happens. So then at what point did, you, did it all just kind of say, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I, I want to go into teaching. What, what, what happened? So 2007, kind of as the, the economy was beginning its slide into the Great Recession, um, the, the company I worked for started um, looking at downsizing and started, was starting to lay people off. 
Um, and, you know, I had been thinking, you know, for about a year, maybe two, um, that, you know, I didn't mind the work, I didn't mind the field, but it also wasn't exactly making me happy. I wasn't, you know, uh, the, the paychecks were nice, but, you know, in terms of fulfillment and enjoyment, you know, I, I didn't necessarily think, man, I'm, I'm happy to get up and go to work today. Um, and, you know, I always kind of had the looking back on it of, you know, what, what if, what if I had chosen to go down that other road? And, um, you know, my hand got kind of forced in the, the, the spring of that year, I think it was, where they kind of came in and they were like, okay, we're, we're going to be letting you go. And, you know, at that point it was either, hey, we'll try to help you maybe find a job somewhere else or, you know, do, do what you want to do. And so it was right there when I decided, you know what, I've been coaching all this time. I've been around students. I've been around the school. I've been, you know, I've always had my, my foot in it. Um, maybe it's time to, to, to go back to that and, and, you know, realize that that was my, my real passion, you know, um, and that that would probably make me happier, which it has. So, um, yeah, that was kind of the, the, the tipping point there was the economy went sideways and it gave me an opportunity, right. It gave me a chance to, to kind of go back and, and figure it out and figure out what I wanted to do. So what would you say from your previous career, like what skills or characteristics have you, have, have you brought with you from that experience? I would say um, management of time. Um, there's a lot of, of similarity uh, between working in, in that kind of more business office environments and, and then education. Um, you know, I was, I was mostly left to my own devices, um, to figure out when I needed to get work done and, and when it made most sense to do that. Um, so really, you know, managing my time and, and organizing and being organized on my own, um, so that I could, you know, stay ahead of what I needed to, to get done. And, um, I think that helped, I think it helped, um, you know, working with other people, you know, the, the the biggest component of my job always ended up being interacting with other people in our office or interfacing with other companies or, you know, so there was a lot of uh, more of the human side of it, the connection between people and uh, like those kind of skills, you know, being able to contact people and, and do it in the proper fashion. And, you know, a lot of things we would probably call soft skills, um, you know, in, in terms of what we, are trying to teach students, you know, it, it, it's transferable. It, it goes from one place to the other. And, um, I think it helped me in that regard to, to, you know, when I finally was able to, to get in and start working here at Conant as more as a teacher, uh, I think that helped me a lot. What about things that you for, want to forget? It's like you, you, you did that as part of your previous career. And it's like that part of your life is over. What do you want to forget? Um, I want to forget the 3 a.m. phone calls I would get from people whose computer wasn't working properly or, um, you know, that was kind of part of my job was 24-7 accessibility. Um, you know, uh, we all thought it was cool, you know, going out into the business world and you know, they paid for your cell phone. They gave you a, a phone. They gave you a, it was free. Like, you don't have to pay for it. And it was like, 
you know, the caveat was, hey, when we need you, we're going to call you on that phone and you better answer it. And so I would get these, you know, there was guys who worked in our company who they, they were older, they had kids. And so very often they, they were like working at three in the morning, four in the morning. And, you know, me being 20, whatever I was, I was sleeping at that time. So, but they would call and be like, Hey, I can't get my email to work. Hey, I can't do and It's like, okay, I got to fix it. Um, so I, I don't miss that. Um, you know, I, I do, we, obviously we get emails from students at all hours, but you know, there's no demand that I get up and immediately respond to it, um, you know, regardless of when it comes in. So um, I, I definitely will not miss that part of the job. Do you, do you feel that urge though? Like when you get up early in the morning and you see that there's an email from a student, did you, do you still feel that like urge to respond right away since that was like trained in you? I do, um, you know, and, and, I think that's also just a, a, a component of, of being a, a good teacher and a good, you know, I mean, like you want to help your students, you want to respond to them right away. Um, you know, you, I see the email come in at, you know, 10 o'clock and I'm tired and it's like, you know what? Okay. I'll stay up for another 10 minutes and respond to this email, you know, so that this, this student can, you know, have some information and, and move forward and, and not be worried about it until tomorrow. Or, um, and, and I think, as a, a teacher, that's what I've kind of, you know, tried to figure out at least is like triage it. Like, is this something that this kid needs immediately right now, or can this wait until tomorrow? And if it's a question where, Hey, I don't need a response right now. Okay, great. I'll wait till tomorrow. Um, but if it's, they're trying to figure out something with their homework or they're trying to, you know, I want to help them, you know? Um, so I, I definitely feel that instinct of when I see it, okay, respond. Like you, you got to get on it right away. Um, so what, what then has surprised you about your now nine year edu uh, career as a teacher? I guess I would say what surprised me is that, um, I haven't gotten bored of it. Um, I feel like it's, a a more, you know, it, it's, you know, it's my, I might even call it, my, usually with my students, I call it my third career, um, you know, my first career was working in, in IT. Uh, while I was doing my education coursework, I was working in the catering industry. Um, and then this became my, my third job once I got done with all the, the coursework. And so I look at my life and it's, you know, this is the longest I've ever stayed in a job before. Uh, Congratulations. You know, thank you. Thank you. It, it feels good, you know. Um, but it's, it's kind of part of, you know, what we teach that, you know, these kids, you know, these students coming out there, they might end up in two, three different careers you know, and it's more normal, you know, whereas my parents had one job for their entire lives and that's what they did. And, and my grandfather was the same way. And, you know, it was, you know, it's, it's a different world. So, um, you know, my, my, I think pleasant surprise is that I enjoy it and I continue to enjoy it and um, I want to keep doing it. And, and I, you know, uh, that, that makes me very happy. And, and I was surprised by that because just looking at my experience, <laughs> you know, it, it, I don't think it was a gimme. Um, but, but that's been um, a, a very pleasant surprise, I think. Tim Hart, thanks for coming on the podcast. Jeff Stewart, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I threw a wish in the well.
The next discussion will be with Ms. Shana Edelman. She's in her seventh year teaching at Conant, teaching classes like engineering, computer science, and physics. In addition to those courses, Shana works with students from improv and theater. Shana Edelman, welcome to the Conant Teaching and Learning Podcast. Uh, thank you. Happy to be here. What What'd you do in your in your first career? So uh, my college major was actually mechanical engineering, but my first job or my my engineering job outside of, or after college was actually more of a computer science job. Um, so I did a lot of programming. You could call me an acoustic engineer. I worked for a company that worked on noise cancellation software for phones and Bluetooth headsets and things of that sort. Um, so most people today who have a smartphone of some kind, um, or if you have a Bluetooth headset or you know even sometimes your speakerphone in your car, uh, that has noise cancellation built in. Uh, Zoom, it seems, has that as well, as there is some significant noise in my room right now and you can't hear it. Um, so that's kind of what I did for my job. Um, it was a lot of writing software, more so to test our noise cancellation software and optimize it, uh, figure out you know the, the best parameters, the best settings for that noise cancellation. So why, why did you decide to go into that profession? Well, um, so there's, there's a couple of pieces to that. So um, we'll start back in high school. I took computer science classes in high school. They didn't offer engineering classes back then, uh, but I, I took the computer science classes and I really enjoyed them. Um, and I kind of had a knack for it. And, um, you know, I kind of got into engineering early on because my dad was an engineer. And so he raised me with, you know, a lot of building toys and like being curious and trying to figure out how things work. And so I kind of had that mindset going in. Um, and the computer science classes actually led me into applying to college as a computer science major. So you can see there were a few changes down the line. Um, so I was a computer science major at first, but then I switched to mechanical engineering because um, I realized I like learning more how physical things work and I like working with my hands more as opposed to um, straight on a computer screen. So went into mechanical engineering, ended up getting a computer science job um, really because uh, the availability and the location uh, was actually right here in Schaumburg. And um, what was the company? It's called Teleacoustics. Is a very small company. It was actually just me and two other people, two men about 30 years my senior, um, working in a little office, uh, sometimes other people, but really at a distance. So it was really the three of us in an office. And, uh, you know, it worked out for, for my job after college and my, my first engineering job. Um, the, the programming was interesting to me and you know, the, the products were kind of fun. We got to do some drive around tests with uh, car speakerphone, noise cancellation stuff, but. Uh, so then, yeah, so I think you're probably heading towards where I'm gonna ask next, which is what happened or like what caused you to just all of a sudden say, you know what, I wanna go into teaching. Yeah, so this is this is also kind of a, a longer story as well. Um, I we got plenty of time. I <laughs> really, um, it wasn't just in that profession that I realized it, it was kind of a, you know, from further back, I had already been considering teaching. 
And uh, I think with my job, it just kind of was a realization that there were some things I was missing. So um, why teaching? Well, partially again, um, in my genes a little bit because my dad is an engineer, my mom is a teacher. And she taught for you know 30 plus years. She actually taught at me junior high, retired before any of our students would have gone there. Uh, but some of the teachers, I believe, at Conan had her as a teacher, uh, myself included. But that's a story for another time. Um, so my mom and her three siblings are all teachers, all in District 54, actually. And so teaching was always kind of in the back of my mind as a possibility. Um, but obviously, I went the engineering route. But in college, uh, I was very into my college marching band and pep band. And my senior year, I was the drum major. And our marching band and pep band were student run, which means that as the drum major, I was the one preparing all the rehearsals, which is like preparing for lessons, um, leading rehearsals, leading on game day. Um, and there were pieces of that that I realized I was much more passionate about that than I was about a lot of my classes, a lot of my engineering classes. Um, so it was the, you know, the teaching, the leading, and seeing that, that light bulb or spark in others, um, you know, as a result of, of what I was doing with my, my leadership and my, my planning, uh, that is really what I enjoyed and made me think, hey, maybe I should consider teaching again. Um, and in my engineering job, I kind of missed that, you know, connection with other people, right? I told you I was only working with two other people, um, you know, not necessarily peers per se. Uh, and uh, I, I missed that connection. And while I had accomplishments of my own, which were exciting, um, it wasn't the same as helping others achieve and finding that spark in them. And so I was missing that. What, what would you say from your previous work experience that you, that you brought with you? What are some skills that, that carried over into the teaching profession? Well, uh, perhaps uniquely for me, uh, the direct skills you know, for engineering and programming. I, am, I ended up teaching engineering and computer science and physics, um, all things which I used in my career and in college. Um, so just those direct experiences and being able to bring that to my students and, and tell them you know, how these things are used in the real world and how I use them. Um, in reality, in a real company, I think is is really beneficial. Um, but more generally speaking, you know, problem solving skills, working with others, um, those just big picture skills that are helpful in any walk of life, any career that you choose. And what would be something that you want to forget? Things that you had to do that you're you're glad that part of your life's over. Um. I don't know if there's anything I really want to forget per se. There are things that I don't miss. So uh, there, there were some boring days. Uh, in my job, it was a lot of sitting around at the computer. Uh, you know, like I said, it's mostly programming. So there were days when we would go out and do some testing and things, but it was a lot of sitting at the computer. And there were just some days where you're staring at the same program for you know a week at a time, trying to figure out. How to fix something or how to you know adjust something different and so 
you know, in teaching every day is different. You don't get stuck in a rut like that or stuck on one project for days. Um, you may have something ongoing, but you're not focusing on just that one thing all the time. Uh, yeah, the other thing is, I guess, uh, working at a company with two people that were, um, you know, maybe we didn't have a ton in common besides, you know, I mean, you can always find things in common with people, but um, it, my social skills kind of took a dive. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, really, I was seeing these two people in my office and my now husband. And that was like who I saw every day it was just those three people. And um, after being in college where you see people all the time and you're, you have easy access to friends and, and everything, uh, it really was a shift. And I, I, like I said, my social skills took a dive and um, I became much more socially awkward and uh, I wouldn't want to fall into that again. Um, grad school, going back to school for teaching really helped me revive those social skills. Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think everybody has that degree of uh, social awkwardness. So it becomes a, it's very relative, but thank you for sharing that. So what would you send, say then in your, in your teaching career, like what surprised you about, uh, you know, that you didn't think going into teaching, but then when you did, like what's, what's been surprising to you about in, in your career? So uh, there were some early surprises. For example, uh, the course offerings that we have in high school now. I started getting my teaching degree when I didn't realize that there were engineering classes because there weren't when I was in high school. Um, and I just, I hadn't heard of them. It was a relatively new thing. And so my teaching degree was actually focused in math. That was my first, my main focus, I suppose, with kind of physics on the side. And then I realized that there were these engineering classes and I was very excited about that. Um, and so since I've been working at Conan, I've been able to teach a variety of things, a bunch of different engineering classes, applied technology classes, physics, computer science. Um, and I just think it's really, really cool all the opportunities that we have for our students to take a wide range of different classes. Um, not to mention fun for me to have a little bit of variety uh, and things that are really related to what I've done. Some other things, uh, I think I realized pretty quickly, maybe in student teaching, that you know not everything you try is going to work, and that's okay. And I'm sure that happens in in most careers, but certainly that first plan that you're really excited about and then just completely flops, um, you know, that's a a big lesson to learn. Um, All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you know. Like as experience, it gets easier, right? That's 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 the that's a critical thing. Yeah. Well, uh, Shana Adelman, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, don't ask me, I'll never tell. I'll look to you. The last discussion will be with Mr. Eric Hauser. Mr. Hauser has been teaching biology at Conan for 18 years. Currently, Mr. Hauser is the athletic coordinator and he sponsors HOSA. He's worn many hats in his career as he has been the Dean of Students and coached water polo and football and sponsored student council and the environmental club. All right, Eric Hauser, welcome to the Teaching and Learning Podcast. Thank you. 
What did you do in your first career? You know, that's a that's a good question. I I always like looking back at my my career in life, and uh, certainly I was that bright-eyed, bushy-tailed individual coming right out of college, wanted to get a job as fast as I could and make as much money as I as as much as I could in a short amount of time. I actually uh, worked in the business world. I worked for a now defunct stock brokerage firm, and uh, uh, basically had all my securities licenses to buy and sell stocks and different investment instruments and did that for, before for a short amount of time and realized that uh, that type of lifestyle was not for me. And then I went back to my roots. I had a major in biology. And so I went back to my roots and worked for a large German uh, biopharmaceuticals firm, worked in their diabetes department working with uh, patients uh, and uh, helping them manage their diabetes. I did that for a couple of years and um, got a job offer. And my, my wife and I, we moved back to Illinois. She was from Illinois. And I went back to work in the business field um, as a small business consultant or right here in Schaumburg. And I did that for a couple of years and uh, did a lot of work with small businesses in the area on accounting, tax, payroll, investments. Um, I still had my securities licenses, so I was able to help setting up small businesses with retirement plans for their employees and things like that. And then the fateful day came when I met Mr. Kerfus at a Taco Bell in Rolling Meadows <laughs> and talked to him about becoming a teacher. My wife was a teacher here at Kona High School in the math department. And uh, the rest is history, I guess we can say. So you're, you're saying Taco Bell in Rolling Meadows changed your life. Taco Bell in Rolling Meadows, <laughs> Mr. Kerfus changed my life. <laughs> so what, yeah, and, and I think that some of it, like you answered, uh, as I was trying to say, it's like why you decided to go into the business world, but like what drew you to teaching? What was, what was it? And it probably, it was probably a lot of conversations uh, with your wife about her experience and then, you know, her colleagues in the math department, what, what ultimately said, you know what, that's what I want to do. You know, it, it's another great question. You know, growing up, my mom was a teacher. She ended up teaching 41 years between the, the private and public schools in Indiana and in Florida. Um, so I always had an admiration for teacher. My high school senior year biology teacher uh, brought right out of college. She basically told me, she goes, you should become a teacher someday. And I didn't believe her. At the time, you know, I just, that was senior year, that was the last thing on my mind. I just wanted to go to college. Um, thought about going to the Navy, but my, my mom said, hey, give, give college a try. So I did. So becoming a teacher wasn't on my radar at all uh, through college or even right after, you know, the couple of years after. But once my wife, like I said, my wife was a teacher right out of college and I got to meet a lot of wonderful people at Kona High School coming to the different events like football and basketball games, work sh helping volunteer chaperoning the dances, you know, that, that we would hold. And uh, that's where I met a lot of the Conant staff members and a lot of the, especially the Conant math department members. And, and uh, I saw what a great family Conant High School had in, in their teachers. And, you know, the students were awesome. And I kind of, at that point, I was, I think I was 27, 27 years old. And I kind of reevaluated what I was currently doing in my level of happiness and decided to make the change and went back to school, picked up a master's in education, did my student teaching here at Kona High School, and uh, ended up getting hired in the science department in 
2003. So then what would you say are things from your previous career and the different jobs that you had that you've brought with you into the teaching profession? I think sometimes, you know, when you, when individuals have had that experience out in what I call the, the private sector, I think uh, there's a lot of skills that you can bring into a career like teaching. And even though I was a bio major with a biochem minor, and that's what I teach, I teach, you know, in the science field, um, I think the business skills that I learned out in the private sector have certainly been able to help me in being able to talk with students and help them to find possibly what major they want to look at going into college or help them explore different careers, um, you know, after high school or even after college. So I think you learn a lot uh, working in different jobs. I, I don't, I, I know there are some people that come right out of college, they work one job, they do that job their whole lives, but, but um, certainly, you know, hindsight's 50-50. You know, I, I do not, I'm not upset with the decisions that I've made in terms of my careers. I think I, I learned a lot and uh, it's benefited me and I think it's benefited my students. So what surprised you about your 18 year teaching career? What has surprised me? Well, I can tell you this after 18 years, every year it's a new group of students and it's like Groundhog's Day. It just starts all over again and it's just an adventure. You know, I, even after 18 years, I have not gotten bored, you know, because you get a new group of students, you meet new students, you work with different students in clubs and activities and sports, you know, within the classroom and it, it just doesn't get old. You know, it doesn't get old. I don't, I don't consider teaching a job. You know, I consider it, you know, part of my life. You know, I don't consider people say, oh, I got to work today. I don't even, I don't even say those words, you know, when I think about teaching, you know, it's just, it's what I do. It's what I know. It's what I'm happy to do. So. Well, Mr. Hauser, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I really had a great conversation with all three of them and learned a lot. What's really great as I read as I read you their introductions is that they're all experienced teachers that still add a lot to the culture of the school by getting involved with the students outside of the classroom with the different sports and clubs that we have to offer here. There were some themes that I think presented themselves. The first is that they described the per personal fulfillment and happiness that they enjoy uh, from this profession. Uh, the, intrin the intrinsic rewards from working with students and seeing them succeed is something that they, they all definitely mention. Uh, what I thought was interesting is that two of the three of them come from a family of teachers and so that they had that in their, their backgrounds. And lastly, I enjoyed hearing uh, that they're able to use their skills from their previous profession. And I think more importantly, they've been using them to connect with students as the students start thinking about their futures. So the three of them are really great assets to have uh, as, as adult professionals and teachers in, in our building. Uh, thanks for listening to the Teaching and Learning Podcast. The best compliment would be to leave a review of our podcast. I hope you can do that or feel free to email me at jstewart, J-S-T-E-W-A-R-T at d211.org. Please join us again 
And remember that a great teacher is always learning. Talk to you next time. Your stare was holding ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night, wind was blowing. Where you think you're going?